It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. You know, it's been several years ago now since my daughters were in high school, but I remember a math class that both of my daughters took with the same exact teacher, but it was three years apart when they took the class. But the thing that was frustrating with me is when my youngest daughter came around to taking the class, even though it was the same subject and it was the same teacher, the method that they wanted you to use in order to present your work and come to the answer really seemed like it completely changed. And and it was frustrating to kind of have to rework all of this. But in the end, the answer came out the same. It was just a different path that got you there. Uh, You just had to do the math and come to the conclusion. This morning, we're over in Romans chapter 6. And uh, Romans chapter 6, in many ways, is a mathematic chapter. Now, I will say this. To me, Romans chapter 6 has been one of the most influential chapters out of the Bible in my entire life probably meant more to me much younger, uh, teaching me how to live in victory in Jesus Christ more fully than maybe any other chapter in the Bible. And uh, Romans 6 is a pivot chapter in the book of Romans. In Romans chapter 1 through 5, Paul was mostly teaching about salvation and faith and how we come to um, receive forgiveness in Jesus Christ. And in Romans chapter 6, he pivots away from teaching about salvation to teaching about a good Bible word here, sanctification. Sanctification, really simply put, means putting into practice what you have learned, the change that God wants to bring about in our lives. So Paul's grounding us throughout this book to the truth of how we can walk in victory over our sins in our daily lives. And there's three key words in Romans chapter 6, and it's kind of a formula. Knowing plus reckoning plus yielding equals victory. Know, reckon, yield. Know the truths of who you are in Jesus Christ and what he has done. Reckon or count it so in your life. Yield yourself to God through the Holy Spirit, and then you will walk in victory. Um, I want to challenge you. Of course, this is just a very short devotional thought that we do here in In the Word. But I want to challenge you to do a deeper study into this chapter. There's a great book. It's a classic. It was written many years ago by a Chinese believer named Watchman Nee. And the book is called The Normal Christian Life. And what he's really expounding in that book is that the truth of Romans chapter 6 and living in victory as a Christian ought to be the normal Christian life. It shouldn't be the exceptional Christian life. And so in these first 10 verses, he's really talking about and laying out these great truths of what Jesus Christ has done for us in our unity, in our identity with him. And then in verse 11, he says this, Reckon yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, what's interesting, um, the word reckon simply means to count it so. It's really another math term. It's an accountant's term. It's to count it so. It's to do the math. But what's interesting here, it is the first um, imperative or commandment in the entire book of Romans. In the entire first five chapters of Romans and the beginning, the first 10 verses of Romans chapter 6, 
Paul's simply telling us stuff. He's giving us truth upon truth upon truth upon truth. Very important truth about what Christ has done, how we come to faith in Jesus Christ, about our identity in Jesus Christ and how we have been united literally with him in salvation. But then he says this, he says, now you need to do the math. Now you need to reckon or count it so in your life. You see, all of this is true and now you need to do something about it. So the word reckon here in verse 11 is the first do in the book of Romans. Uh, And to this point, it's been all impartation of truth. And now the Holy Spirit says to us, live it, reckon it, count it so in your life. Now that you know the old man is dead, now that you know that you have been united with Jesus Christ, now that you know you are a new creature in Christ, walk in that truth. Now here's where I see the failure in so many Christian lives. It actually talks about this in another passage later, where it says about people who are always learning, but they never come to the knowledge of the truth. We have to be careful as believers that we're not so often or consistently in learning mode that we never get to doing mode. We're just learning and we're just learning and we're just learning and we're learning. But when are we doing? When are we actually going to bear fruit that's going to glorify the Lord. Sure, we need to grow in grace. Sure, we need to grow in the knowledge of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Absolutely, we need our doing to be based on knowledge. But you know what? Knowledge in itself was never the intended destination that God wanted us to arrive at. It's not just the knowing, it's the doing. It's the living it out. God's basically saying, do the math of the Christian life and act on it. Know all that Christ has done and your identity with him, and then count it so in your life and yield to God through the Spirit who will empower you to be able to accomplish what God wants. You see, at some point, our knowing has to be turned into doing. A couple of scriptures I thought about this morning, James chapter 1, verse 22, says, but be doers of the word, not hearers only. He said, deceiving your own self. So to hear the word and not do the word, God said, if you think that's all there is to the Christian life, then you're being deceived. You got to know in order to do. Even Jesus said from his own lips to the disciples, his last night on this earth in John chapter 13 and verse 17, he said, if you know these things, you're going to be happy if you do these things. He said, God sent us to bear fruit, not just to know. So Do you know who you are in Christ as a believer? Do you understand that your sins have been taken to the grave by the death of Jesus Christ on the cross and that in his resurrection you have victory? Do you understand that when you came to faith in Jesus Christ that you were literally baptized by the Holy Spirit into Christ? Do you understand that? Do you understand that at the moment of salvation, God's spirit came to indwell you, to enable you to live victorious over your sin and to walk in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Well, if you know these things, count it so in your life. Man, live out of that truth. Just confess, I am a new creature in Jesus Christ. The old things are passed away and I am going to live today in the newness of who I am in Christ. I, my sins have been buried with Christ, but I have been raised to walk in newness of spirit in Christ. So I'm going to face today its challenges, its difficulties, its hardships. 
I am going to face them with the understanding of the victory that I have in Christ. And I'm going to go out in the world today and I am going to live and walk in that truth. So really the simple word for today is this, put into practice just one truth from God's word intentionally today, no matter how simple it is, just do the math, just do it. So what is one simple truth of God's word that you know to be true, that you know to be an expectation of your Christian life, and why don't you just do it today. Hey, I'm going to tell you one of the most meaningful things you can possibly do today as a Christian that is absolutely something God desires of every one of us. Share your faith in Jesus today. Tell someone about your relationship with Jesus Christ. I was visiting my brother yesterday down in South Florida, and uh, he has a roommate in this place, and the guy says, uh, he was kind of joking around, and he says, yeah, I'm going to go in and meditate. And I said, oh, you're going to meditate on God's word? He said, no, I'm going to take and do what the Dalai Lama does. And I said, man, forget about the Dalai Lama. That's too confusing. You need to just meditate on Jesus Christ because he's made it so simple. Just able to open up a conversation about the Lord out of a simple, lighthearted statement. There's always those opportunities to point people to Jesus because he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. And so today... Do the math of what the Bible's teaching you and put it into practice. That's how you're going to be happy in the Lord. That's how you're going to truly experience the power of the Spirit of God working in your life, helping you to live in a personal relationship with God's Son, Jesus. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.